We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 139 of Married Millennials. Every time I say the episode number, I think I'm announcing like a game. <laughs> I want to be like, now introducing episode. We're prepping, we're prepping for, the, for the TV show when they come on, the A camera's on you, and you'll say, hello, thank you for tuning in, or thank you for something. To the Love Jays, but doesn't love the announcer show. do that? You don't really do that. Like you run on stage. I mean, I feel like that's just like a live audience situation. That, okay, well, we're that's gonna get something. Like a, a it's, it's, just a, it's a lot of practice for more to come. Yeah, we're just just letting it come in so smooth. I just enjoy. What kind of TV it. show would you like us to have? That'd be kind of cool to think about. I have some ideas, but I want more ideas. I would say a talk show. I feel like a talk show is an obvious one hundred percent. It would have to be a talk show. I mean, what else would we do? A reality show wouldn't work because we're healthy. Yeah, very true. So they'd be like, hey, so yeah, like, reality right, shows right here we want you to have drama. beef. Yeah, and then we'd have beef, but then we'd resolve it. And they'd be like, well, damn. We're <laughs> like, well, that one's anticlimactic. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, because yeah, that's how you live authentically. Yeah. Without all the b- the BS. So but. that wouldn't work. And then I don't even know what other, a scripted television. Can you act? I don't know. I've never taken an acting class. But I feel like I could probably pass. But that's like insulting to people who professionally act. So I don't know. I'm just <laughs> going to say I don't know because I've never been in a position where I had to act. Why don't you take an improv class? I should. I just have, I have never been pushed really to do to so. To do it, yeah. Because improv, like, the I'm not saying class I'm, is free. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm against it. But I just don't know like why I would take one. That's just where I'm at. To see how you are with act- oh, even though improv is a little different than acting. You, we should print out a monologue for you, have you practice it, and then I'll have you like do it for me. Oh my gosh, too much. Just thought about it. Like, literally, just the fact that you thought about it just made my stomach turn. I'm trying to pimp you out. I'm going to be Yeah, your, too much. Your too wife much. is your wife is your. I don't like it. I don't like it. But okay. we'll see. Maybe I'll take a class in the future. It just got to have some purpose to it. That's fair. And exciting news, we are heading to New York. Or sorry, I should say, New York, New York. Singing is also not one of my talents, but. Not at all. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know what the difference was between the first thing and the second thing. Both sounded terrible. Start spreading the news. No, stop, stop, stop. All right. So we're heading to New York. We're really excited because it's New York. And then going to the Yonkers, yeah. you know what I'm saying, son? I'm what saying, I hear. By the time you listen to this, oh, we won't, we won't, we won't. No, we will not that. be in New York yet yeah. when this releases, but we come. If you listen to it, like, when it drops. Where my New York folks yeah. at? What up, what up, what up? Yeah. We're trying to kick it. Although we already know. We're, we're kicking it with Keisha. Already, already yes. hit you up. So that's that's locked in. We're ready to rock. Actually, it's not locked in because we've got to figure out a place to actually link and a time, but... We have communicated that it's going down. So where are our other New York folks at? I'm so excited for this trip. I've never seen New York in the winter time. Well, in particular, the Christmas time. That's the reason why we're going. Because Home Alone was my favorite Christmas movie. And it was set in New York. And I was just like, I need to go and see this. Like Rockefeller Center, the tree, the windows on Fifth Ave. They just reopened like the famous toy shop or toy store just a few weeks ago so i'm definitely going inside there not i'm, toys I'm so excited no not toys toys r us is bankrupt oh baby. yeah toys r us is dead Come okay on now but okay do you remember they had a giant toys r us in times square sure i'm not talking about that i'm talking about another toy store that is, is blanking on my mind okay but we're going there 
I'm just excited. I'm Man, genuinely I just, got sad for just excited to go and feel the the vibrancy of New York, the lights. Everyone just tells me it's Christmas on crack, and I'm so hyped about it yeah. that your boy went out and bought some Uggs. I'm ready. Yes. Get you a man. Clarify. Get you, clarify. Get you a man who can rock joggers and Uggs. Me. I'm fashion forward. That's how really I do these things. Are you going to wear your joggers with your Uggs? Uh, no, I'm not going to wear my joggers with my Uggs. Uh, but, I, but I did wear my joggers with Uggs when I went to Disneyland because that's how I do things. I actually wanted to break them in. But those Uggs are, I mean, they're like rain boot Uggs. They don't, they don't look like But they're Uggs. Uggs. They, don't yeah. have to, they don't look like the traditional boot Uggs. They're not like my Uggs. But I'm definitely, I definitely got boots with the fur. Yeah. Definitely yeah. got boots with the fur. So yeah. I'm excited about that. It's... Yeah, I'm I'm just hyped. Yeah, it's, it's supposed be to be great. cold. It's supposed to be in the low forties, high thirties. So I mean, you I'm guys excited. have heard how how badly I perform with just cold weather. You heard our Colorado story, and uh, I'm I'm not looking forward to the bite of that cold, but I'm hoping that I'm going to be layered enough. I've heard that the key to New York in the winter is layers, so I'll be wearing seven. <laughs> <laughs> and I got uh, fleece leggings. So I'm like, do I put on two layers of fleece leggings and then like my my pants? on top of that joy two much. layers of fleece leggings leggings know. are not designed to be worn i know twice and like i really don't like being restricted other. so like anything compacted annoys me anyway so i don't know i don't i think uh layers will feel suffocating to me but i gotta Absolutely. do what i gotta do I you're not gonna to. wear two layers of fleece leggings like, that no, doesn't, that i think doesn't i'll even just wear sense. one layer and then you know i got wool socks which I felt some type of way about y'all. Like I was like, wool is not vegan friendly. It's not. It's just not. I mean, they didn't kill the. It's like sheep. It's sheep. They didn't kill the sheep for the wool, but still. And I'm like, the sheep isn't enslaved for the wool. And really, it's like nice to get the wool off of them anyway. Because isn't it heavy for them? I believe so. Yeah. So I had to go through this whole thing in my brain to like press the button to buy wool socks. So well, see, I'm I'm at the point where I I follow a vegan diet. That is that is where I'm at. There are some full blown vegans who are like a full vegan lifestyle, would, yeah. and they don't incorporate any animal products in their entire life. I would like, to and be, I respect and understand that. I'm not there yet. I yeah. follow a vegan diet. I would like to be as vegan friendly as possible, and like, I, I'm like that too. But it's like I'm not going to not buy leather shoes because they're leather. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like I'm not at the. I'm, and I'm I, not. At I that have point. this bag that I love, it. I'm like, wait, is this real leather? I think that it's fake leather. I'm hoping it's not real leather because for me that defends uh, defeats the purpose. Because then you, they killed the cow. They still killed the cow. Yeah. So it's like I don't feel good about that. Like even if I'm not eating it, it's not you know wearing it. It's like well, you know I didn't eat the crocodile. I'm just wearing him. Like, but I, but I also then that's feel, just wasteful. It feels like. But and I, like I guess I don't know this for a fact. But I'd be interested. Maybe someone can provide some insight into this. But the way they prepare and hold animals for consumption is different than they do for. I Other imagine it's probably the same cow. Like they they use the parts, so it's like okay, we we slaughtered this cow. Now we're gonna prepare its hide to be leather. So okay, that that could be fair. Yeah. I don't know. I would I would be interested though to see they if don't have like this is gonna be a leather cow, but we're not gonna eat it. Like no, no I I just would be interested because as far as like how animals are you know pumped up with with all these hormones and things like that, I don't know. I would just, I, for some reason, I, I don't think that, and I guess I could be completely wrong, and now I'm going to do some research after I get off this episode, but to see if, if the same manufacturers of leather goods are dealing with the same farms that are going you know, for, for ground beef and steak. Like I, to me, I don't think they're doing that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. 
I think you just want to keep wearing leather. Oh, I'm going to continue wearing yeah, leather. I, I mean, I like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not changing. There's from, a from car that, that has vegan leather. Which which car is it? Lexus. Lexus, Lexus uses. Yeah, vegan I appreciate that. I'm like, thank you, thank you. So anyway, we're we're gonna make our way towards a fully vegan lifestyle. At least I. Joy's am. gonna make her way towards yeah. a for, fully vegan I lifestyle. Am. I am. I think I'm doing actually pretty well because even my hair products, they're like cruelty free and vegan. So I'm on the move, you guys. I'm on the move. I'm proud. But New York. I can't wait. So excited. Oh, man. It's been, what, two years since, we, since we've been to the city? Mm-hmm. So I just really want to see all the Christmas stuff and eat vegan food. That is my whole plan for the trip. And then, um, and then, come, home, and then come home and, and go Fifth back Ave. to my day. Fifth it's Fifth Ave. Ave. Madison. Baby, where are you at this morning? Uh, you know, that's a wonderful question. Where are you at this Somewhere. morning? Somewhere. I I, you know what it is? I keep tur- tuning in and out. That's just what my brain's doing. So I'm just going with it. Like, I'm here, then I'm not. I'm here, then I'm not. And I know you guys have experienced that before, our listeners. I mean, you, you know how you're at a party and you're talking and you're like, man, I didn't hear the last seven things that person said. And you can try to tune back in and see where they're at. That's where I'm doing what I'm doing right now. So I'm just talking to myself throughout the, the recording No, of this you're episode. talking to our listeners. Okay, I got you. But this is an engaged conversation between I the know, two of like, us. I know. To be fair, this is a podcast. I need to be listening. But Correct. my brain is just like... It's okay, it's okay, love. It's the holidays. Awesome. Remember, I told, I told y'all. This morning. No, but listen, I told y'all. Once you get past Thanksgiving, brains check out. This is a perfect Great. example uh, of brains checking out. Joy was so slow in getting ready this morning. I'm just like, baby, we've been doing these episodes Monday morning for how long? Yeah. Years? Yeah. And now it's just like, do, 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 do. It's the holiday. I'm telling you. It's the, it's the holiday slowdown. But come on, we I don't slow down. Like the love jays don't slow, slow but down. But like time wise, I really was when I looked at the clock. I was like, oh shoot, just moving <laughs> and we got up mad like, slow. Yeah, but, my bad, Charlie. But it, it's all good, all love. And we did actually move and groove a little bit this weekend. We celebrated my nephew's twelfth birthday. Yay. His birthday is actually today, the day we're recording. Happy birthday. So happy birthday, nephew! He's turning twelve years old. Like I remember when he was just born. Like I, I have the the full moment of when adults used to say, "Oh, I remember when you were a baby and you were like twelve years old." So you don't understand yeah, what like, that whatever. meant. Like yeah. okay, cool. Like this general blanket statement. But now it's like I I was at the hospital. When he was born, and I remember when he came home, and he had a little bump, his little baby bumps on his forehead, mm-hmm. and a little bit of curls. And then our dog was my parents' dog, what they had just gotten at the time, and she was so little. I think they're the same age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seeing pictures of how little both of they, both of them were, and now he's a, a, he's a preteen, twelve year old, and he says things like, "Let's go, bro, and, bro, bro, bro." <laughs> He was wow. so he was so hyped. So I didn't yeah. know my nephew knew this much about lit. cars. That's the other thing. Lit. Yeah, yeah, that is. But he, he says it like he's for like real. a true twelve year old. Yeah, like an actual he true. He watches like hella YouTube. And and it, well, I'll get to that to, to YouTube next. But we go to the the LA Auto Show, and I had I have never seen in my twelve in his twelve years of living, <laughs> I have never seen my nephew be so hyped. And I knew he liked cars because he always asked for car games. He used to get race cars for Christmas when he was younger. But this is the first time hearing him articulate his passion. Yeah. So we go into one part of the showroom and there's this one. I don't really know much about cars, but we go to the one section and I guess it's this body shop that had brought five cars. And he's just like, unk, blah, 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 blah. I said, what are you talking about? And he's, pointing, and he's pointing, like, 
uh, it's right there. Like, bro, you don't understand. It's right there. Like, what are you saying? I was like, walk me to what you're talking about. He was talking so, about car parts. So like we everything. end up, we go to this little spot, and he he talks to the gentleman who I guess is the owner of the shop or works for the shop. Not sure. And they're you know going back and forth for about thirty seconds. And my man's like, man, you know a lot about cars. And he goes and and gives my nephew a shirt. And I was like, well, look, happy birthday, man. And the guy was like, is it really his birthday? And I said, yeah, it's his birthday. He goes in the back of the trunk and ends up turning on the car and showing my nephew like all the details of the car. And it had airbags in the car. So we let it you know, go up and then come down. And one Air of the... Ba- it's airbags. There's, they're bags. I, don't ask questions. We're not explaining what it but is. But an airbag is the thing up. that comes out no, the steering wheel. It's something different, babe. Okay. Just go right. with the story, I'm listening. Please. I'm listening. And the, one of the women who was working the the booth or the area had said that this is the first time he turned on the car for anybody all day. Yeah, we were there late. And we were there, yeah, we did get there late. I think we get up there until almost 7 o'clock. Yeah. Um, so it was just cool to see my nephew like in his zone and then impress an adult who like, do, does this for a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see him in, in his element was, was really exciting. So he had a, a great time. So it was just nice to see you know, my nephew hyped about his birthday. And now he's getting to the point where he can really appreciate and understand some things. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, you know, now I'm going to you know, I'm gonna have to roll a little bit. You can relate. Like, you can yeah. you say things to them. They really take it in. They respond with their own opinion. Like, that's, it's a fun age. Exactly. It's a fun so age. So it was, it, was, it was good to see that. But the other auto show is, is dope. This is my first time, I think, ever going mm-hmm. to the auto show and just seeing all the different exotic cars and all the different wraps and then seeing all the new cars that, they're coming for, that are coming out for yeah. 2019. I like it was the a concept experience. cars. That's what I like. They're like cars from the future, basically. It's the cars that they... They think that they can do eventually. Yeah, and I, every time I look at them, I just I just feel like this is coming anytime soon. No, but they look like cars from the Jetsons. They like, really do. Yeah, and I'm like saying, you know, the cars drive themselves. Even though I know Tesla has that feature, but it's no, like this is not. I mean, it's these like cars, full autopilot, like the to the point where the chairs were swiveled towards each other. It's like, like no, making a conference table. Yeah. at the road. Yeah. I was like in Los Angeles, these cars couldn't survive ever. I was like, have you seen these freeways? No, there's no chance. They're gonna have to come up with some kind of public transportation system and i know that i know that's passed. what they're doing i know but i'm just saying that it's really gonna have to be legit because i feel like everything that they've come up with so far it's like oh that that that's nice for that area but it's not really no it's not it's good not LA, la's so that's what i'm saying LA's is i hope they come up with a good public transportation so bad system. Yeah. yeah they ha- they have to figure it out i mean yeah. how much money that they, they they're spending on this project yeah but it's gonna be 20 years i'm interested to see what it looks like because la is just so crowded it's so crowded like, i'm just like how, and how it's not are even so many just los angeles here? like orange county now uh southern california the valley, the val- san diego the i was talking bad. i was talking to my friend who lives in san diego and he said san diego is crowded as hell now he said traffic is crazy really i was just like damn every time you used to go to san diego i used to just be able to yeah. blitz as soon as you pass down san clemente and orange county yeah you're, you're just moving through and he was like no it is jam-packed that's now. a 10-year difference difference like straight up that's southern crazy. california is just crowded you can't go to disneyland now which we've talked about on here like i mean it's just you can't even have the same experience as you used to have and then you start to be like is it worth it and yeah it kind of is still it is it's still LA is a it. beautiful place for yeah. those who've never been like you need to just book a ticket book a plane ticket i don't know if it's the same to visit here though like i just i feel like you have to be here for a little while to really appreciate it to get the the buzz of the city yeah it would, and it's just so different because la's spread out like if you go to other places to visit yeah. everything is more in a concentrated area but like you need probably a smooth 10 days to be able to see 
see Los Angeles. Yeah, and then it's like if you're doing ten days, you might as well go somewhere in Europe. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why that I, is real. Yeah, like, low key. It's like ah, uh, I don't know. But it's not going to cost if if you live in the United States. Like, yeah. getting a ticket to L. A. is definitely going to be yeah. cheaper than getting a ticket to Europe. Actually, not necessarily because if you live in New York, you could get some really good flight deals to Europe for a couple hundred bucks mm. on sale. So that is true. I never really looked at it like that. But it's a place that you just got to come. It's like, yeah. it's the city of angels. Yeah. I mean, you know, but the, you'll do the, like how we did New York, we did the Statue of Liberty and the Empire State Building, and that trip wasn't as fun as when you just... When you just go into the city, yeah. and you could just live how the locals live, yeah. and, and you just embrace the culture. But and that's why you got to take it. multiple trips. I think it's important yeah. to, to do the touristy stuff, and then once you do the touristy stuff, you've done it. Then you come back and get to explore the city. So like the first time we went to New York, I intentionally wanted to see everything. Mm-hmm. So all the times following that I went back to New York, I didn't have to wonder like, oh, I have to see this, or I want to do that. It was just like, okay, But you no. know what? That was still a bomb trip. I was just talking to a friend about this last night. We're getting older. So when we visit friends now, it's different. When we went on that trip, we were what, 21, 22? Yes. So the turn up was real. I mean, we just, we partied the whole time. We watched the sunrise. We had quite a few wild nights. We drank our lives away. Oh, I was wild in the streets at 5 a.m., throwing up in a trash can, cussing out strangers. No, my friend was cussing out strangers. Justin was vomiting in a trash can. It was 4 or 5 a.m. It was after the club. I love it. And I was just feeling lost and very drunk in the middle of the meatpacking district. Like, it was just, it was just a mess. It looked like a scene from a movie. And I don't, I'm not even clear why my friend was cursing this person out. Like, I think it was just... Because I think it was a thirst bucket. And she was, and because I was not in a position you, to say she, anything, she took care of she it. She came in and said, "Said what needed to be said." Yeah. shout out to you, Tati. Yeah. Respect. I, I didn't Much even love. hear it. So anyway, it was just like a debacle. But for me, looking back, it's like the highlight of my trip because it was just such a mess. So that's that trip was a mess. It was just a mess, but it was a fun mess. Yeah, you need those. Yeah, yeah. Like you need I'm, I'm so happy we have those memories. But we've gone back recently. Our friends are all booed up. They're working now, like for real working. So like their schedules aren't as free. So you know you can only see a couple friends a night, maybe, because then they are also tired because they're like regular. I used to consider New York as well. It still is like the city that never sleeps. So I thought people were up hella late still. Like you were. You, yeah, you may be in your late 20s, close to 30, but you're still going to be out partying. No, our friends are like, yeah, we go to bed. <laughs> it is real. Yeah. But if you come here, like, I'm not going to be out late in my city. You know, my bedtime no. is 10 o'clock. But I we get were, sleepy well, at 10. Actually, we were out late. We used to be out a lot later than I thought we were because we were coming home from that LA Auto show this weekend. It was like 1030 on Saturday, and I was exhausted. <laughs> yeah, the struggle. And I was like, man, when's the last time we've been out at 1030 on a Saturday? That's so bad. That's sad. That's so bad. So but, but I embrace it. Like I am, and it's not like oh like, yeah. It's like I'm proud I go to bed early. We well, you know how people say, "Oh, you're getting old," and it's, as I know that we're still very young. But I enjoy spending time at home. It's just it's yeah. based on our relationship status. It's, right. it's different. Then that's what I'm most excited for is like when our circle of close friends get married and have husbands and wives, and we can sit down and have family conversations because mm-hmm. it's just different. Like even in no shade to those who are just in relationships, but it's different. Don't and, say just in relationships, in relationships. Okay, in relationships. <laughs> I said no shade, so that uh, that took away the just. All right. So I'm, I'm not again. I'm not shading anyone. I'm we were in a relationship honest, for baby, a long time, but it's it's different when you get to to looking back. Okay, like you're going through marriage with somebody, and you can yeah. talk about things differently. How you handle things is just a little bit differently. Yeah. So I, I I do look forward to that day when 
our circle of friends start getting married. I was like, oh, okay, like we can really have these right. conversations. I don't know. Out of my girls, I don't know who's going to get married. I don't think anybody's like super. Gung-ho. I know who my, I know who the next the, the next homie who's getting married. I'm not gonna say that, but I, I you do. I don't. Oh, nothing's happened. Oh, but I oh, okay. I have a strong sense oh, I of who I know, I know is going to be next. Okay, yeah. yeah. Out of out of the the friend group. That's fair. Yeah. But then even your guys, like I think it's just gonna be a second because they still have to like meet the right person and I think uh, uh, some of my girlfriends are with the right person it's just that's real you know it just takes a little bit of time yeah. to, to navigate it and move but it, and like I said when you live in, in a major city the research I, I think something I, I looked up not too long ago the average age for people getting married now is 29 and 28 you know but that takes into consideration all 50 states mm-hmm. and so if I had to honestly say you're probably looking at 30 32 33 34 around that age and people are getting married. You know, so th- we're not there yet. Our friends aren't there yet. So it'll just take a, a little bit of time, but I am excited. We are there yet. I'm, but I'm not I mean, 32, we 33, as a big, 34. Got it, got it. Okay. That, we're 29, baby. I understand. <laughs> like, got it. I 30, you, my 30, brain's taking 30 brain is coming, that. though. 30 is coming. That is a trip. It's right around the corner. It is right around the corner for me. I got to figure out what I'm going to do for, for my 30th. It was funny. I was talking to a friend yesterday. We had a little surprise birthday party for one of our friends, and he was explaining how one of his best birthdays, he went up with some friends and rented a cabin. And he said, we just sat by the fire, played games. I was like, man, he that sounds... specifically Scrabble. Scrabble. I was like, that we sounds like, like a yes. really good time. And I was like, my birthday is in February. Maybe we do, up, maybe we do go up to the mountains or a cabin and just kind of sit and relax with friends. But I was like, this is when you need like couple friends. Because I don't know if our single friends are going to want to go up to a cabin for a weekend and just sit and talk. I think they'd surprise you. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think all my homies would be in for that. Not all of them, but yeah. there, there's a good handful that would be like, I'm in. Yeah, I just like to be able to just be in the yes. snow and like relaxing like by R&B the fire. The yeah, bag. we got R&B, yeah. jazz going. We're just yeah. chilling. Yeah. Like just some good food, yeah. good conversations. Yeah. And look outside. And you're really just cold. like staying in the whole time. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. that's my type of turn up. Yeah. But I do want to travel somewhere too. I'm for sure going skydiving. Um, so I got to figure out the location of where I'm going to go skydiving. But aside from that. In my mind, that, I'm trying to send you like, I don't want to go skydiving oh, anymore oh, vibes. There's that, I know you want to go. That vibe is not go. being caught on this end. I'm for sure going skydiving. Anyone who wants to join the, the skydiving festivities, just holler at me. No, for real, let us know because you can go. Well, no, it's going to be a party. I'm, yeah. I'm, inviting, I'm inviting everybody. Whoever wants to come or is going to be in L.A. the weekend of February 2nd. February, February 2nd is my actual birthday. You guys are more than welcome to come and join the skydiving festivities. Once I have all the information, I'll let you know. I'll probably put it in our monthly newsletter, give you time to prepare. We're going to make it happen. I'm so excited. And I'm seeing more of my friends post videos of them skydiving. And it's making me more excited to go skydiving. No desire to jump out of plane. I mean, none. None. I don't know why you want to do it, but I'm trying to be supportive. It's, it's being able to see the world from a different van- viewpoint, and it's just the thrill of it. It's the fun. I'm embracing living life more, and that is kudos to you, baby. Oh, thanks. You're the one that said, you know, you're a fun killer. You, know, you always <laughs> just want to stick to your schedule and just do the same things. Like, you let do. life live. Like, you that's, guys, this is you real have- talk. This is like for real, for real talk. So we got home. This is, I mean, I don't, it's not TMI. You guys know this. We got home. One day, and we we had washed all of our linen, so our linen was not our bed was not made. And I got home, and I was feeling some type of way. I was feeling frisky, so I'm like, I'm going to seduce Justin. So I start to like, you know, do my do, 
And which is like, you know, take my clothes off. And, and Justin looks like, oh, I thought you were going to want to do that. Can we make up the bed first? Like he really wanted, he, he sighed at the thought of, of, of getting freaky. On an unmade bed. On an unmade bed. I didn't like it. Like, it wasn't even the fact that he didn't want to do it. Like, he was in the mood, too. But he just so desperately wanted the bed to be made first. I don't see a problem with that. But (laughs) there is a problem. That's crazy. Okay, it it may be a little crazy. you do it all the time. But you would think that I would learn, like, okay, Justin needs to do his process first and then. But there are just times where I want it to be like we're teenagers. And to be fair, you weren't even like that when we were teenagers. But I just want it to be frisky and hot. And it's not frisky and hot if you're like, hey, can we make the bed up first? That's not fun. I get it. But like, so to me, I'm like, let's make it frisky and hot. Just, you know, I'm gonna want the bed made. Let's make the bed and then you will still have it frisky and hot. And I don't, I won't even know. That's like, not I'll fun. I'll just jump in. No. You gotta get get it while the going is hot. Look, the yeah. going is not hot when the bed, when the covers and the sheets it, it are just in a mound on like the bed. For men, you guys could, you're you're almost always ready to go. Like for women, like for me to get there, like where to the point, I'm like, I'm going to take my clothes off. Like that is, like I am ready. I'm at 100. But and it, if you make me make the bed, I'm going to be at 75. Okay, like, it's like, I, okay, sure. I just didn't want any of the juices and berries on the actual the mattress. Ew. You know what I'm saying? I just, juices and berries. We have a mattress cover. I, I get it. But like why the sheets gotta, can be taken why off. Why say juices and berries? That's, I'm just letting you know how my brain works. So that's what but I thought about, not. and that just doesn't that doesn't make it hot and sexy for me. That actually just turns me off. So if, if the bed is made, I can be in the right mental state. So it's not me just being crazy. It, it's it's just how my brain you, works. If there were going to be tons of juices and berries, why would you want them on the fresh, clean linen? Because I could rewash them. But we could rewash the mattress cover, nah, too. No, it's different. Though it's not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. I just wanted the bed made, okay? I know you wanted the bed made, but I'm just saying that that's annoying. And we performed the act, and the act was great on the made bed. It was fine. I, I would have enjoyed it more. if we You would've... don't know? Shut up. I do know. I can tell you, if we would have just gotten straight into it, I would have been like, I enjoyed it. I had a nice time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got you. It was good. Noted. Noted. It should be noted. I want you to note this. Noted. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Keep, keep, keep coming for me. Yes. But we did it, and it was good. So it was good. Back to my original it point. It great, though. Before you shading, shading my, my, my <laughs> pre-sex game. I'm not shading you. I'm just saying who wants to Back make to a my bed. original point. You've been the one telling me I need to live life a little more. So yeah. maybe I need to be prepared in my pre-sex game to live life a little more. I'm not yes. there yet. But, I'm, so, but that's why I'm saying your brain is like, I'm going to jump out of a plane when I'm like, can I get sex before making the bed? Look. <laughs> You can't, you can't get it all, okay? I'm working. There's you, no order to you, this? No, there's no order. You call me the fun killer. So I'm, I'm working on having more fun because of you. You say you need to have more fun and live life more on the edge and day by day and just be free. So let me, let me get there. Okay. Like even with even with Christmas Christmas shopping, <laughs> Christmas <laughs> even with Christmas shopping, <laughs> even with Mike Tyson, exactly. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas even with our our Christmas shopping, I have just been more open. I just said, you know what? We you live, have spent all kinds of. Money. We live in abundance. Abundance yeah. is around us. We have more money coming in, so we're going to just live and enjoy and have fun. I'm I'm just trying to to be better. Mm-hmm. 
and, and put myself in a, in a more positive, happy headspace. Although I did think of something that I thought was pretty funny. You know, you after the holidays, we got Thanksgiving, and then you have Black Friday, and then you got Small Business Saturday, and then you have Cyber, Cyber Monday. Monday, and then you have Travel Tuesday. I said, you know, we need a new day called Wait Minute Wednesday. And wait minute Wednesday means this is when you come to your your conscious and you and you realize that you didn't spend way too much damn money on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Because we get out here, we're just so excited, like oh, all these deals, buy, 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 and we don't check our account till Wednesday. And that's when you have the wait, wait minute bit. Wednesday, like oh, wait hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't spend way too much money over these past days, and then all them boxes start coming. And you're like, you know what? We don't really. I don't think I really need that. We could we could go ship that back. That's wait minute. Wednesday. So I'm coining that. I don't know if it's out there, um, but if y'all experienced Way Mint Wednesday, because I, I experienced Way Mint Wednesday, and I was like, you know what? Um, I actually don't need these. I'm going to return all of this. So that's an extra $150 back into the account. I don't really like that. That's an extra $40 back. But I was I was hyped. So I was just spending it. But, but then again, Way Mint Wednesday you know, brought me back to, yeah. to life for a little bit. So if you've experienced Way Mint Wednesday, just go on hashtag Way Mint Wednesday towards me, because that's just that's just... I feel like a lot of us experience that. I really enjoy the deals of Black Friday, but I don't want to be out in the fray, but I have a hard time shopping online because I need to feel things. I need to see things. And it's like, I don't want to just pull the trigger and buy it and then have to go through the process of returning it. And then I didn't get what I needed. So then I'm screwed out of a deal, you know? But that's why you buy, just buy a lot. You buy a lot of what you need, or excuse me, not what you need. That that was an incorrect statement. Buy a lot of what you desire that you want. Like, okay, I'm stuck between these things. And then once you get it, you decide and you can return it. And that's why, again, all y'all, I'm telling you, if you ain't using credit cards to get your life right, I don't know what to tell y'all. Because when you have cash, you can't do that. If, you, if you're a debit card shopper, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go spend $350 on these items because that might put you in a situation when on Wednesday you're like, wait a minute, I got to pay my rent check mm-hmm. and you can't do it. So when you got your credit game on, on deck, you can do that. And then you return it and then your credit card gets funded right back to the original amount and then there's no issues. Like that's the beauty of it all. So get your, get your credit game up, y'all. I've been trying to tell y'all. I've been, I've been trying to tell y'all, goodbye debit, hello credit. It's an amazing resource that's on the Love Jay's website. It's a credit card course that I created. I walk you through the importance of getting your coin dialed and managed and squared away. But also what I teach you is, is how to manage your credit cards to create more financial flexibility in your life. I provide real life examples, show you what I use, how I spend, how I maneuver, and why Joy and I have been able to do a lot more than most people you know, realize. My boy just told me when I was on the phone with him, I was at Disneyland when he called me. And he said, you know what? I don't need to be Justin broke. He said, you are no longer allowed to say you're broke. He's like, you are out here traveling the world. You're at Disneyland. You're going on multiple trips. You're buying this. You're buying that. I'm just like, look, man, I, I just know how to manage. He's like, nah, you're rich. You're make-. I was like, no, we can sit down. I will show you my budget. And I'm, I can probably guarantee you, you're bringing in more than I'm bringing in, bringing in definitely this year because this has been an, an interesting year <laughs> of, of being you know, out of a job, then doing some, some yeah. things on the business side, some consulting to get some money coming in, and then working on this, this boomerang project, which has brought some money in too. But this has definitely been a, a, a ebb and flow year yeah. from a financial standpoint. 
but he was just so upset with me when I was telling him everything I was saying. He said, like, "I need to be. I want to be broke like you." And I don't say I'm broke because I don't. I don't receive that. You haven't that. said broken. Yeah, I, I don't say that. At I don't all. say broke. No, because it's a mindset, and I don't. I don't need that vibration I've or messaging. Yes. working around me, so I don't use that word anymore. Um, but he was just saying like, "Oh, you need to do this," and I was like, "Look, man, I just put myself in a mindset." Where things are going to come, and, and as they long do. and as long as I vibrate at a high enough level to where I can receive the abundance that is out there for me, I'm going to be able to do it, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. And I have I have no no issue with that. It's the truth. So it, it's funny to, to see, uh, but you know, interesting enough, I want to you know, speaking of all of all the the ebbs and flows of, of this year, I had an interesting conversation with another friend of mine, and we were talking about unemployment. And he sent me a text and he said, I have a question to ask you man to man. And he said, how did it feel applying for unemployment? And I told him, I said, man, I'm not going to lie. Like it, it, it messed with my ego. I had, I had a, an issue with it because I had always looked at, you know, I, I just didn't feel good about getting free money, quote unquote. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine. And it was like, Yo, it's not free money. Like you pay yeah. into this, you pay your taxes. You have been a working man your entire adult life. You got laid off. He said the reason why this is in its position is to help people like you who just got laid off from a job blindsided. Your right. life doesn't stop because you all of a sudden get laid off. So this yeah. gives you the opportunity to supplement some of your, your income while looking for other jobs. And you know, But I, I had to get real with him. And I told him, I was like, I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to lie, is that my pride definitely felt some type of way for a smooth month collecting unemployment checks. I was like, because am I, am I living off the system? Am I cheap? I, just, I, felt, I felt horrible about it. But at the end of the day is at the beginning of this year, like those unemployment checks allowed us yeah, to, kept, kept to us live. Thrift. Like yeah. it, it allowed us to, to literally keep going because I don't know without those checks will we be sitting on our same couch right now recording this podcast. Mm. Like I really don't know. Yeah, because the bills keep coming. The rent still has to be paid. Like there's no like, oh, like you are laid off. So let me, let's stop all bills. That doesn't happen. So I think it's a wonderful system. And I, I do, think, do think it has a bad rep because there are pe- so many people that work the system. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you can feel like, oh, wait, am I benefiting from this thing that I shouldn't be benefiting from? Especially, I mean, you know, we're minorities. And like, that's, that's the rhetoric that we hear well, all the, the stereotype. time. Yeah, yeah. And which is damaging because, again, I think there are a lot of families out there who, f- for real, for real, for real, need it. And, um, yeah, I think it's okay. It's completely okay. Like your friend said, and I had it on my heart to say it to you, you have paid into the system. You you have worked since college. It's not like... Yeah, I was working in college. Yeah. It's not like you, you get, came out of I, not even college or... It's not like you've never worked ever. For sure. And you're like, hey, can you, here just could you break some, me off something because some I don't want to work? Yeah. And definitely. that's the other thing. You were working the whole time. Like you were... You were trying to figure out your entrepreneurial venture like you were you were and still looking for jobs yes like both trying to supplement something just to right. bring bring something in exactly and like it, you were working longer days than i was yeah so that's real so for you to feel guilty about that is bizarre to me but but valid but, valid. but i think it's a it's a, it's a deeper conversation and specifically not just for men but for black men you know we have such a, a thing with, with pride mm-hmm. when it comes in, in the black community because unlike most counterparts is our pride is the one thing that can't be stripped from us. Mm-hmm. And if you look at you know, us navigating the world and, and obviously opportunities are much better than they were 50 years ago, but even growing up is pride was the one thing that no one can take from you. Now you can't, you could 
try to take my freedom. You can, you know, try to do me wrong or you can put me in harder situations. I got to work twice as hard to get half as far. You can do all these things. But when it comes to our prize, specifically for black men, that's the one thing that we have all control over. That can't, that can't, it just can't be taken away from us. Mm -hmm. We, we dictate that pride. And so a lot of black men are very prideful and I'm one of those, those men. And, and I have, worked on letting my my pride go and i give you know big kudos to that to joy but also just having other conversations with with men and understanding that you know there's more for us from. yes then there's more for us to control and attain and, and our pride doesn't have to be the only thing because that we do have the ability and the skill set and the knowledge yeah. to create so many more things and that's not limited to just but pride. also pride isn't conditional like pride is 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 it comes from within, right? Sure. It, it shouldn't be controlled by what's happening outside of you. Like, if you have pride, you should have pride in who you are as a person and your values, not like what you have to do to get by. Exactly, but a lot of that is is tied. I know that's that's the ideal yeah. thinking behind it. Um, but our pride most times is not tied to that. Um, it's a very deep seated feeling. You know, someone he had texted me that that question. You know, I told him I was like, "Look, man, I, I I understand. Like, I was in that exact same moment at the top of the year. Um, but I explained to him." I I was like, you know, you have to, I was like, don't let your pride get in the way of you living your life and not in a way where you're just going to be free. But I was like, you've worked every single day. And his big thing was, he's like, I've worked my entire life not to be a statistic. And I feel like this makes me a statistic. I said, no, that makes you the exact opposite of one because you've been working since college. You got put in a position where you got laid off and now you're looking for more work. I said, that's not a statistic, no. a statistic. You're, you're working. Yeah. And you're continually looking for work. But in that interim, that gap, you still, you yeah. can't call your landlord and be like, hey, I got laid off. So rent, it's not coming until right. I get a job. Hey, Navient, <laughs> ah, I got laid off. I'm not paying you guys anymore. Right. Oh, utility company. You know what? The lights, <laughs> ah. Could you still turn I need you to keep those on, but yeah. I can't run you this check until I get a job. Yeah. Life doesn't work that way. And even then, it's not like unemployment is buku bucks. Like oh, hell no. Yeah, that's the other side of things. Like it really is just minimal to to get by. It was it was genuinely, I think, twenty five percent of what I was bringing home. Yeah. And so we had to completely scale down and rework our budget and trim all the fat just to make sure that we could get by. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're out here living your best life no. with all this coin because it's not that. It literally is there to cover the essentials. Mm -hmm. And that's all, that's that's, all it that's covers. All it covers mm -hmm. you know, so you can still float and, and look for, for work. But it was, a, it was an interesting conversation and I'm glad he had brought it up um, because it's real. And there may be some of you right now who are battling that, that same idea or that same issue and it may not just be related to unemployment but it could be something where your pride is, is getting in your way and you're like oh i can't take this job or i'm not going to do this because your pride is not going to to allow you to do so and there is a fine difference of of it being you know your pride getting in the way and when you deciding that this is not who you are so you're not going to do it uh, because i am a firm believer of knowing what you don't want to do and not doing it mm -hmm. uh, because we can spend our entire lives working a job or dating someone because you're like, oh, well, I just don't know if I can do better. This is what I'm supposed to do, so I'm going to settle for this job. You know, that is very different than you know you looking at an opportunity that could be beneficial for a long-term plan, but because your pride is in your way. And I'll use this example for me. 
is when I took this gig at Boomerang. At my previous job, I was a small business executive for a multi-million dollar company, making grand decisions, you know, seeing what we were doing from a business perspective, talking about big picture plans, traveling across the United States, hosting these events. I had, I had a good job and, and, was, and was having fun while I was doing it and working with friends. Here I had this opportunity to work on a TV show and become a, an assistant. I went from having people deliver me lunch to going and picking up lunches and delivering it to people. Uh, you know how much pride that takes to swallow? I had people who worked under me. I told them what to do. And now here I am at the lowest point working for other people and they're telling me what they need and I had no choice but to go do it. That is a very humbling position to be in. But I can confidently say, you know, in these past five months since working on this project, I have met amazing people. It has opened new doors that wouldn't have opened previously. And now I have ideas on things that I want to push that can help from a creative angle, not just Love Jay's interest, but also personal interest of mine. Mm -hmm. But I had to be able to swallow that pride and say, I'm going to go work this assistant job because I've always wanted to work in TV and this will give me an opportunity to really see TV done from the bottom up. And now I can say that I've seen it from the, how the, the, the show was written to then being able to go on set and see an episode filmed to then be able to sit and edit and watch an editor and the director cut the film. Like I've seen all processes of TV and I've never seen that before, but it started with me being able to say, I'm going to swallow my pride and have to put my entrepreneurial interest on pause to go learn something and deliver lunches to people. Yeah. Like that takes a lot. That's real. But That's you got to do it. You know, at 29 years old, you think I want to be delivering lunches to folks? Absolutely not. Hell no. And I get upset. You know, I, I don't get upset, but I remember in the process, I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. But guess what? I did it. And I still did it well. And because and it was I did worth it, it. And it was. And because I did it well, People saw that, oh, this man is, is talented and he's not, like, this is not his position. This is not his role. But I had to work a role for a few months to show people, like, okay, like, he's, he's, he's more than just right. a production assistant. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a testimony. I like that. I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to be honest. You know, I'm, I'm, just trying to, you, I'm, I'm trying to speak real. You know, somebody, yeah. somebody's going through it, you know, and I, and I get it. And I'm, I'm, I got a lot of pride. You know, <laughs> Joy will tell you, my friends will tell me is that, 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 there's a flex, and I have no issue sometimes hitting a flex. But you know, sometimes what's good is is you got to get flexed on too, mm -hmm. uh, and it, and it just brings you back in, in, into a position where you're like, okay, like I understand that. And life has its its ebbs and flows, and, mm -hmm. and this position will help me as I continue to move forward and and being able to see like, okay, like I know what it was like being you know on the heels of thirty, you know, doing something that yeah, it's college, not where you would have seen fresh out of college students yeah. doing. People who are currently in college, 18, 19, are holding the same position I am at yeah. 29. But I can maneuver and move things differently because my mindset is vastly different than someone who's 19 years yeah. old. And for that, it's been beneficial. And now I get an opportunity to go back to set and see the finale shot. There, that's only happening because I was able to, because I, I, I swallowed my pride and did what was right. Uh, and I'm excited that more is going to come. I promise you that, that something good is going to come from, from this whole experience. I feel like a lot already has. And even if it's just your mindset shifting, which I know that that's not the only thing, that's huge. This is huge. To learn what you've learned by 29 is no small thing. Definitely. No small thing, yeah. And all my friends who I've seen like really start to blossom, they start blossoming in their 30s. 
Uh, I've seen it time and time again, and it, and it takes 10 years. It just, it just yeah, takes years. It does. We launched Love Jays in, in 2012, so in 2022, we're going to be booming. Yeah. And we, we out there, we budding right now. You know, there's a continual budding phase, um, but it, it just takes 10 years, and it just takes time. And I've, and I've learned that throughout this process. So that's my, my testimony for, for some of y'all, for somebody today. You needed to hear that going into the Christmas season as you reflect on your goals and ideas and things you want to accomplish, things you didn't do as well you want to do this year. This is a testimony that I hope you can lean into moving into 2019. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review and of course, share it with all of your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.